the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. This is a broadcast which was to be continued last week because the subject matter is so vital with what's going on in the world right now and something that uh, Christians, believers, uh, have an opportunity to inject themselves in many ways into the, into the fray on this and, uh, and make a difference. We're talking about trafficked women, not only in San Diego County, Southern California, California itself, and the United States and beyond. Trafficking is one of the most profitable, illicit, evil ventures that the bad guys are doing and have been doing for some time. But it's atrocious. And uh, when they either escape or now there's a lot of people who are called in, like who are military or paramilitary or retired military are actually going and they're saving these trafficked women in particular and trafficked young people and bringing them back to environments where they can uh, get um, re refocused on life and living, and there's a lot of injuries there. So we're talking about this whole topic and uh, through this entire two hours, and I could think of no finer co-host to join me than a friend of mine. Her name is Mana Ko, and you will know one of her multitude of ministries, Mana for Life. You can, te- you can tell that she's into life and living, and she loves uh, all creatures, uh, animal and human, or shall I say human and animal and everything in between. And she has made a point to make godly stands in defense of these uh, defenseless. Uh, Mana, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. You ready to spend a couple hours on perhaps one of the most vital and perhaps under-discussed uh, evil ev- events or venues going on uh, in the world, but also in uh, United States and also in even Southern California and northward. Uh, I know you've been tracking these kind of things for some time. Why don't Why don't you give a little bit of overview of of Manico and your heart cry for these kind of things, and we'll then we'll we'll uh, talk more about this, and then we'll bring guests on throughout the two hours. Manico. Oh, thank you. Uh, hi everyone. I like many of you just have such a passion to be a voice for the voiceless. And we cannot go unscathed from the realities of an over-sexualized culture and society. And what used to be just flippant remarks like boys will be boys, Mm. uh, and to some degree girls will be girls, but uh, their neither saying is very flattering. Uh, They're more indicative of a over tolerant or an unwilling uh, consciousness of society to really look 
at what we're saying and what is really happening. I started, like many of you that I've been in touch with, understanding the tragedy of sex trafficking uh, a few years ago when very courageous, very bold, and very uh, brilliant people started being a voice and it started getting attention uh, more colloquially, I, I will say, uh, around the world, specifically with the U.S. Then the media got a hold of this, but uh, the, I could talk so much about all the different facets of this, but what I will say is for right or wrong, good or bad, the media has gotten a hold of this, and while they have made... Uh, attempts at bringing this to the public eye, uh, it is at great risk many times for what they are doing is not necessarily accurate um, from Rambo-esque uh, rescues to docu-fictions based on the life story of, but it's still fiction, and oversimplifying the situation that is at hand and I will speak specifically to the U.S. Uh, because I think that's, that's, that's important because of where we live. And that is my study and research right now. So I can speak to that specifically a little bit more clearly. But uh, the oversimplification and the uh, perpetuation of myths and misinformation is very dangerous. So I think it's very powerful that we are having conversations, but good conversations, real conversations, accurate conversations based on facts and based on uh, the courage also as we follow other leaders to dive into things that we need to dive into. Uh, last year, as my research got more detailed, I was actually traumatized, literally. Uh, with, this is not uh, hyperbole, and this is not exaggeration, to the point where I needed to see uh, a trauma specialist to help me deal with what this is called secondary trauma, of what I was learning, what I was seeing, what I was reading. And this is not for the faint of heart. I would, there are many ways that we can all participate, many ways that we can contribute. And I would uh, very strongly encourage each listener to pray about how the Lord would lead uh, you to participate because if you are not called to the specific region or area of focus, uh, it can be very destructive. It, and if you are called even to the most darkest of places, while it is still difficult and painful, there will be ways for you to overcome. There will be ways for you to get strong. There will be ways for you to use it as a foundation to build for others. So um, yes. this is a very important topic. This is. is a very topic. And this is something that we cannot conveniently uh, dismiss and say, oh, this is just in another part of the world. That in and of itself is alarming. Uh, as if people, people in other parts of the world do not, are not worthy, do not garner 
the um, the the value of our attention. So oh. uh, unfortunately, because it is so close to home now, I think many people are learning to be comfortable or at least manage their discomfort in this conversation. Are you, so you're saying a lot of people have chosen to be complacent or pretend that it hasn't really happened? I mean, because I, I know just looking at statistics and uh, some of the people have been arrested in San Diego County uh, recently that were, let's say, Johns that, were, that uh, actually were identified and, and arrested just recently uh, uh, of people coming across the border and trafficking and things like that. Mana, it, it is something that, and you said it very accurately there, uh, there are the complacent ones, but there are also the ones that think they're the Rambo and they need to do things like that. There's a there's a, a godly place for intervention here. And what we're going to spend the show on today, Mana, with your help, is we're going to identify uh, some of the ways for intervention that many people, you know, they may it may be a, a pocketbook issue. They may be able to help somebody uh, who's doing this and other there may be other things that can happen as well. So you and I are going to be bringing people on um, some that, you know, Mana from before and some that you don't that have had uh, a real heart cry for dealing properly with trafficked women in particular. And uh, um, hope this is an inspiration to our listening friend, my listening friend. Here's the deal. God wants his church to be his church. Part of the things that he has called us to do is to make his stand, uh, and make stands on his behalf. And, uh, you know, the father, the fatherless and the children are dear to his heart. Uh, we've got about two more minutes, Mana, on this, and then we're going to be bringing somebody in who has a vision for doing this kind of thing in properties around San Diego County and beyond. And my listening friend, also, we're going to be bring, bringing a person or people on who have been trafficked, who God, whom God has healed or is healing, and uh, let them give you that side of the story as well. Uh, thoughts before we go to the commercial break, Manico of Mana for Life? Yes, uh, just that there is a real need for us to have trauma sensitivity informed conversations. The uh, outrage that many people are feeling and and with all the best of intentions, go out and say things, do things uh, out of a knee-jerk reaction and that isn't always the best way to handle a situation, uh, much less uh, proactively work with people in the, these situations. And then the, um, so we can, if there's time, we can talk a little bit more about that. And the other thing I do want to mention is that if you ever hear of a rescue or recovery lo- uh, home, never give its location. That's right. Never, ever give its location uh it it doesn't serve anybody and it puts everyone uh at risk very good so, um yeah words to words uh to the wise my friends from manico mana for life my friends we're going to uh, dig more deeply into this topic and man is going to be with me for the entire two hours and we're going to be bringing people on who have the vision to do something about it uh, from uh you know ha- having properties that will help minister to these young ladies, and also people who have gone through this and let you see things, how God can turn evil into good. So Manico and I will be uh, returning shortly with a a caller who has some insights on doing something like this themselves. You will find it uh, enriching and enlightening when Manico and I come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. And this is a very compelling topic that we're going to be dealing the entire two hours on. It uh, has everything to do with God healing people. And in particular, right now, our focus is on trafficked women. Uh, Throughout the United States, it is an epidemic, literally. uh, And we say, okay, we're just in Southern California. What does that mean to me? It means everything because this is one of the most dangerous areas for trafficked women uh, in the United States, but also the world. And uh, I'm just trying to give you some ammo and uh, on how, how to deal with this and how to pray regarding it, and but also uh, get alongside some other people that are doing something about it and see what God might want you to do. So this is partly to encourage you that there's, there are ways that you can participate wisely. My co-host for the entire two hours is Mana Co of Mana for Life, and she has been dealing with this topic uh, intimately for a number of years, and she even re- it, it is you know she's been so embedded within it. It is, it is you know it it can cause anxieties that sometimes other people have to come alongside us and say you know here's how you have to deal with it. And so, Mana, uh, I'm going to ask you to spend a, a big bulk of this next segment interviewing somebody, and I will kind of do color commentary alongside of you. Is that okay? Of course. Of course. You you know, I think you know Dolly Chacon. I think you've hung out I with her in a variety do. of different uh, areas. Many people may know about her. Uh, she has a ministry called Radiant Promises, and she does so many different things. She's a, a vigilant uh, doer of the Word, but she also knows Scripture and is a great teacher as well. She's also a friend of mine, and uh, when I found out more and more about what she was doing in this Radiant Promises on the heat, helping the healing process for uh, battered women, abused women, a trafficked woman. I said, Dolly, you got to bring that on to the radio show. Dolly, how are you doing? I am doing so well. So glad to be here, Kaz and Mana. Hello, everyone. This is Hello. amazing. Yes. I, this is a great, great topic that uh, we need to go and uh, just really uh, get it out there to more yes. people. Make you, awareness. You know, you know yeah. Mana uh, uh, as knows you as well. So uh, as she's she's the co-host of this entire two hours. So you guys know one another as well. I'm I think Mana is going to bring a different perspective than Kaz will, and uh, sometimes it's better to get uh, a different uh, perspective than Kaz does. And of course, I'll do color commentary as we go. Mana, I'm going to uh, invite you and Dolly Chacon to have this conversation. Thank you, Mana. Oh, well, thank okay. you, Dolly. You. <laughs> Hi, Mana. It's so good to speak with Hi. you. It's been a little bit. We've both been and, so busy. <laughs> uh, no, no, this is very, very worthwhile to have uh, time to discuss in such a, a more erudite way. And I think it, having you as the first guest doing what you're doing uh, couldn't have been a better choice. Uh, it's a, a privilege to have worked with you all these years, to have witnessed you and all that you've done, and uh, to now hear of this new platform. Please tell us a little bit more about it in your history and how it came um, to, to pass for you with the 
sex trafficking? And are you, uh, what part of this, I hate to even say it, but quote, close quotes, industry, are you most called and compelled to work in? Uh, well, it all happened one day where I was just busy about my business and there was an announcement about youth on the radio that were um, being released out of the foster care system at the age of 18 with nowhere to go, no home and made homeless. And it just grabbed me, This, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And then uh, there were some other situations where I was talking to other people and they were inviting me to their events that had to do with sex trafficking. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to go. And, you know, we tend to want to shy away from things that aren't so pleasant to to think about and to want to go ahead and get involved with. But the Lord told me to go. It was so heavy on me. And then he gave me a dream uh, one night, and I actually could see these young people being not only taken, but the horrible things that were being done to them. And so that was it. I said, Lord, you know, you want me to be involved with this, then change my heart and make my heart your heart, that you love them, you died for them. So he changed my heart. And I was a youth pastor. I've been a youth pastor. I love young people. I gravitate towards young people. And so my heart for those who were more severely hurting, um, he grew that in me. And Radiant Promises, I was talking to him about it, and he says, I want to give them my Radiant Promises. And I was like, whoa, that's such a great name for the organization because he's full of light. He desires to impart his light to them, the wisdom, the understanding, and the healing as to who they really are once they are rescued. So Radiant Promises is the organization and work and ministry that rescues those who are hurting after the rescue, the physical rescue. And then Mm -hmm. we are setting ourselves up to be able to bring them in uh, to a housing facility um, that's quite a few acres, and it's actually a community for the healing process to begin. Uh, we believe that they need a community that will be loved and that they'll be safe in this community as they heal mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Great, that great input. Good. Mana? No, go ahead, JP. Do you have something you want to ask? Do you any do you have any thoughts, uh, Mana? As as uh, Dolly continues yeah, her story, go ahead. Absolutely. So you must have an entire team around you, and uh, uh, and specialists. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about your team, and uh, well, how you together? <laughs> that that's so interesting to say that because the team has been Team Jesus, and uh, we've been building this from the ground up. And so uh, it's been going on since 2019, and uh, then we all got shut down in 2020. And so now we are just moving forward uh, like never before, and we are now getting um, what you call it uh, pledges. Uh, We got one today of $50,000 
uh, towards the organization. And now people are stepping up. It's a small team. Uh, we're going after the property. This is what we're going after. Uh, we have our eye on the property. We have the realtors. We're setting things up to go ahead and actually get this property to be able to run the program. And we're believing we're going to be running this program in 2022. That's fantastic. So um, you are supported by government or uh, understanding or psychologists or, or social workers? Well, or, uh, uh, we're supported by private funding uh, and uh -huh. uh, mental health coaches and other ones that we have tapped into privately that have the skills, the wisdom, the understanding, the education. Uh, they have their PhDs. Um, and so there are organizations out here uh, that are Christian mental health organizations that are coming alongside yeah. us as we speak and grow. But we are private. We're not going with the government per se because um, I personally believe the system is broken. The governmental system yeah. is broken. And that the way that the Lord is instructing me to go forward is where um, it, it is actually limitless. These young people have an opportunity. There's no restrictions upon them in the sense of what we can give them as far as the platform, as far as the gospel of Jesus Christ, as, you know, um, the opportunity to really help them tap into who God says they are versus who the world says they are and what they thought, uh, how they lost their dignity, uh, you know, and they're walking with shame and regret and fear, a lot of fear. Um, I, too, am a mental health coach. Uh, the Lord had me go to school <laughs> and go and get my uh, coaching, uh, uh, you know, credentials and so I can understand where a lot of them have been, unfortunately, taken to mentally and emotionally. And uh, he's a healer. We know Jesus is a healer. And this is his idea. This is not Dolly Sacklone's idea. I want everyone uh, to know yes. this. This is his idea. This is his mandate. And it's not just for me. It's for the body of Christ. Yes, yes. Okay? That this new mandate has needs to step up. Because we're the church, and we have been sleeping for a long time and turning our backs to negative things when we are supposed to be the solution to the problems with the gospel, boy, oh with boy. the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. And that's what his word says. I believe it. I've seen it. I've experienced the healing, wonder-working power of Christ, and that we are the ones to set up the moral compass. And so a lot of this is happening because of the moral decay in our nation. Yes. Dolly, hold and on to that one, thought. Hold on okay. to that thought, because I want to continue that thought on the other side of the break. The moral decay, but also on the side of, from, from the young ladies, there's a level of fear and loss of dignity. And both you and Mana uh, have such a heart for people in general. I think maybe we can attack that topic uh, in the next segment. Are you going to stay with us? Are you not, Dolly? Yes, I will. Okay, very good. And <laughs> Mana is going to be with me for the entire two hours, ending at the top uh, of the hour, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to really deal with this topic inside and out. My listening friend, don't go away. I hope this has caused a little stir in your heart because, you know, Dolly said it very clearly. The church has been lackadaisical even at best. And if there ever were a group of people that needed to make a stand and show godly healing to people who many would say there's no way that they can be healed, uh, it's God's kids. And that's you and I, my friend. And I hope 
this show is going to be an inspiration for you to get out of the pew and into the activity that God has to and through you. My listening friend, we're going to talk about this trafficked women challenge in America, but also Southern California when Manico, Dolly Chacon, and I come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, amen. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to a compelling broadcast and a topic that needs to uh, be drawn to your attention and every, everybody's attention, uh, That especially those who are in the Judeo-Christian communities, not only in San Diego County, but beyond, because there's a lot that we can do, and we're assessing what needs to be done and how to do that in this broadcast. And my co-host for the entire two hours is Mana Cole of uh, Mana for Life. Hey, Mana. Hello. Okay. And we've also got, for this uh, segment as well, Dolly Chacon, a longtime friend. She's the CEO uh, of Radiant Promises, and she has a real heart cry for uh, young people in general, but specifically for for the abused women and trafficked women. And uh, Dolly, uh, what can I say? I have loved you for a long time in a very godly (laughs) way because you you and I see things very similar. And Dolly doesn't put up with guff. She makes a stand. <laughs> and, you, you know, one of the things that uh, was mentioned in the previous segment, and I'm going to, um, Manico um, is my co-host for the entire broadcast. So, Mana, I'm going to, there's a comment that was made uh, that I want you to deal with, but then I'm, I want to come back with, with Dolly and have her give some insights on something that's tied to that. Uh, the the, the, the You can be thinking on it for a second, but the topic is, um, the the uh, female or the gals have fear as a as a major element in their lives, and also uh, there's a significant loss of dignity. And I'm going to have you think about that for a moment, and then Dolly, I'm going to have you come back and talk a little bit about you talked about fallout in the church community and talk a little bit about that, and then we can dovetail those two thoughts together. But before we do, my listening friend, you know prayer does wonders, and there's the National Day of Prayer on May sixth. And we're uh, dealing with that wholeheartedly in San Diego County and beyond. But in San Diego County, there's a fellowship of churches and ministries, and they're inviting you to join them for an online version of the National Day of Prayer. And that's Thursday, May 6th. Uh, It's going to be done uh, as a San Diego community live stream from the First Presbyterian Church in San Diego. Tremendous amount of speakers, and it's going to be master of ceremonied by the Salem Media Group's Andrea Kay of the Andrea Kay Show heard uh, daily on our sister station called The Answer San Diego. And, uh, you know, prayer is certainly, we're going to be dealing with prayer a lot in this broadcast. So if you want to find out more about the uh, prayer, uh, the National Day of Prayer, being involved in it, even on a live stream uh, point of view, uh, visit uh, kprz.com 
and you can find one of the links there and the buttons there. You can click and find out more about it. But prayer sure plays a big role in what we're talking about here, Manico, and prayer in the face of the fear that is felt by our uh, the traffic young ladies uh, is something that's very hard to get rid of and also the loss of dignity. I'm going to have you speaking to that and maybe from your, you know, you're, you're a woman after God's own heart. So from that heart cry, give us your take on dealing with the fear and the loss of dignity that these young women experience. And then, Dolly, I'm going to have you come on and encourage the church to do our part. So, Mana? Uh, fear is is something that is uh, used only after uh, a, a counterfeit love Ooh. is expressed. And they, the, pe- the children the women, the boys, even some men. And now I think it would be a good idea to explain to our listeners uh, a little bit about trafficking at this, at this time uh, because there's lots of different understandings or thoughts about what that is uh, or ideas. Uh, But basically, in the United States, federal law defines sex trafficking as recruiting, harboring, transporting, providing, and obtaining persons for the purpose of a commercial sex act. And this was done through the Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act in 2000. Uh, Some states are even saying now the purchasing and solicitation of a minor for commercial sex is considered trafficking. So it's not just the actual trafficking um, in and of itself. It's the purchasing of it is considered uh, in some states trafficking. And uh, so sex trafficking, in order to uh, answer your question, we have to understand the definition of what is sex trafficking and then uh, understanding it in its application, which is, Uh, as defined by Shared Hope International, a commercial sex act that is induced by force, fraud, or coercion, or when the person induced to perform the act is under 18 years old. That is, uh, uh, a minor is defined as a a person under the age of 18. And a commercial act means any item of value that is traded for any sexual service, prostitution, porn, or sexual performance of any kind. And so uh, an item of value could be as simple as food. It could be shelter. It could be clothes. Or even protection. Uh, I mean, from their stilted way of looking at it, protection. Yes. And um, it is domestic minor sex trafficking is the commercial sexual exploitation of children uh, and in the U.S., it's within the U.S. borders for monetary or other compensation. And you said shelter and food or drugs. And uh, this is sometimes known as child sex slavery, slavery, sex slavery, child sex trafficking, child sexual exploitation. There's a lot of uh, terms, yes. but basically it is without without mincing words, it's yes. child rape. Oh my! It's child rape. My. Yeah. And it's, 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 and yes, it's vic- or, victimization. They're victimized. They're complete. And this is and, where 
a lot of people think they're not victimized, but they are. So, yes. so Dolly, so, why don't you why don't you take it from here? We've got about two or three minutes in this segment. It goes so quickly, and I know you've got some other things you've got to go to, Dolly. So, uh, uh, Mana and I want to give you a, a platform here. So, uh, where would you like to take this? And then, uh, well, I would like to take it where Radiant Promises is a restorative type of ministry, uh, where they'll live there for a year. Those who've been victimized who choose to. Uh, come along, we come alongside them, not just for the year that they go through the program, the training, education, school, uh, coming into their true identity, who God says they are, uh, rescuing them from fear. You know, the spirit of fear can be broken. Uh, I've seen it broken, um, shame broken, all of these things broken off their life so they can be whole. And this is where we are so excited about helping them go from brokenness to wholeness. That's what it's all about. And that's what many of us need. But these young people, if we do not go ahead and help them, they're our greatest asset, American asset is our children. And if we do not help them be restored and healthy and pillars in society, then we won't have a United States of America. Because the people, the young people will be so frazzled, this will follow them all the days of their life. And it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord says what the enemy meant for evil, he will turn it around for their good and his glory. And that's a blessing. That's a radiant promise to them. And so we're having a gala event, a gala event on June 24th uh, in Vista, California. You can go on the website. Take a look. We would love to see those who are really care and want to do something, want to take action, to step up, and help lead the charge against the darkness that's been covering our nation. You know, we sing God bless America and that America is a wonderful place. And I was completely shocked and surprised of how many, 2.5 million of our youth are homeless here in the United States of America. And I was very surprised about that because we assume many of us that our government is taking care of business well, and that's not the case. And so there's an awakening that's going on here in America, and there's awakening in the church. And so, you know, I just say, let's get busy um, and, and help restore these young people so our children and our grandchildren, our great grandchildren can enjoy this wonderful nation that we have. Oh, my. Dolly Chacon, you've got a venture uh, endeavor coming up on June 24th in Vista, California. Give Mm -hmm. give me your website again so people can find out more about that. Uh, It's www.radiantpromises.org www.radiantpromises.org. My listening friend, uh, yeah. take a visit right there. And uh, and Dolly, communicate with Dolly. She'd be happy to communicate with you. She's she's a person yes, that just takes every facet <laughs> of this seriously. And, and uh, when Dolly speaks, <laughs> people listen because she doesn't hedge about things. She just goes between the eyes. Dolly Chacon, thank you for spending some time with us. My thank listening you. friend, it's a pleasure. Thank Manico you, and I will be. Thank you, Mana. Man, I love you love both you. dearly, and let's, you know, we're locking arms, and we're marching, and we're crushing scorpions and serpents and uh, yes. and destroying the work of the enemy. Yes, Amen? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Totally. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Dolly. Okay, you know, now. my my friends, uh, there was a phrase used about uh, turning 
using evil and, and God using it f- and for good. And uh, this next guest that we're going to have on the radio for a couple segments is a young lady who has been trafficked in her life. And it, ha- it could be very devastating, but because of her relationship with the Lord, the Lord said, let's use this for godliness and goodness. When you hear her story, not only about the things that she has faced in the trafficking industry, but how God has made her... Uh, empowered her as a result of that, it will inspire and encourage you. Manico and I will uh, go about uh, having a conversation with this next young lady when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends, an engaging topic uh, and a heart-rending topic that we've devoted not only last week's show to, but we're investing the entire two-hour broadcast of Come Together San Diego this week as well. It's dealing with trafficked women and how God wants to intervene. And if you look in the mirror, you realize you're one of God's kids whom he may be calling to intervene. So part of what we're going to be talking about is how you can uh, uh, invest in this, in maybe literally financially or invest prayers or other ways as well. We'll talk about that. But I'm so excited to in, in, introduce our next guest. Mana Ko is with me, Mana uh, for Life. Um, and she's a powerful minister. She's a lady after God's own heart. So she has a level of compassion there that you will appreciate. But I'm so honored to introduce a young lady named Ashley Trevino. Ashley, how are you doing? Hi, Kaz. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, and hello, oh. Manico. Nice to meet you. Yes. Hi, Ashley. It's an honor to meet you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to set the stage for you, Ashley, because you are prolific in being able to communicate this stuff, uh, no doubt better than I, uh, because you've been in the thick of things. But And then, Mena, I'm going to invite you to jump on in anytime you want to add color commentary or questions as well. But Ashley Trevino is one of the most remarkable young ladies. Uh, I've just talked with her one time before, but you can just tell from her, her uh, first comments how positive she is. And when you realize some of the terror that she has faced in her past of trafficking and abuse, uh, you go, how in the world could this happen that she could be so positive? Well, she serves a Savior and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ, and that is the springboard. So, Ashley, how do you want to uh, begin this? Probably telling a little bit about your past, but, my friend, you, you have to stay around for the rest of the story because God has moved and is moving mightily in Ashley Trevino. Uh, Ashley, we're going to hand it off to you to tell the story, and then, Mana, do any comments or questions you want to along the way. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one of the most remarkable ladies who has come out of the trafficking environment and abuse and uh, shown God's glory in the midst of it. In the midst of it, my friends, Ashley Trevino. Lay it on us, Ashley. Thank you. Um, So I just want to say that I had a beautiful family growing up. I still have a beautiful family. My mom and dad are still married. I'm 35. And so they've actually been married for 36 years. And I say that because a lot of people assume that with the past that I've had and the things that I've been through that I grew up in a, you know, um, a really poor neighborhood or like that this is a third world country thing. And so I bring that to the intention because I actually was quite the opposite for me. I was a really good student. I was a cheerleader. Um, I started my own dance team 
And so I was really active in school. I've always, my parents always had me in some kind of extracurricular activities, sports. So I was very confident. Um, what happened was, is, is they, the moment that they began to give me freedom as a teenager, um, I was 14 at the time. I went and I spent the night at a friend's house. Um, she had, she was, a, it was a single parent home. Um, just her mom was home and the mom slept upstairs and her room was downstairs. She said, well, you know, Ashley, let, I know about this house party around the corner. You know, let's let's, let's sneak out. Um, and that was my first time actually spending the night over a friend's house. It was the first time my parents allowed me to even spend the night over a friend's house. So it's unfortunate that this happened. But so we go to this house party around the corner. And I just remember, like, the loud music and, um, you know, all the cars outside. And um, I, I was excited at the same time just because I was like, well, you know, I, I got a taste of freedom as a teenager. Um, so when we walked in, she actually left and went upstairs with a man, but left me downstairs alone. Um, and, and a man approached me, an older man, um, very, you know, if I can just be honest, very, very handsome, very, uh, looked, you know, just, just very handsome. And so he came over to me and he started telling me just how beautiful I was. I remember him commenting about my eyes. Oh, your eyes are so this and that. And, um, he just, just like really serenaded me. I just felt so special. I felt so beautiful. So we just began dating. Um, and I remember like, it was like a couple weeks into dating him. We, we went into his, he had a, he had a BMW. So, um, I was like, just awestruck about that as well. I was like, Oh my gosh, like he's, you know, he's got a lot of money. He's good looking and he wants, you know, to be my boyfriend. So now how old were you at the time? Uh, Ashley, I was four, I was fourteen. Oh I was fourteen at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go, and he takes me up into the Hollywood Hills, um, and there was this one particular house he pointed out, and he's like, "That's going to be our house. That's going to be like we're we're going to live there. We're going to be there together." And I just remember like, oh, my gosh, this is like everything I've been, you know, I grew up on Disney movies and I just loved Disney growing up thinking like, you know, just like the whole Prince Charming thing that that there was going to be a prince that came. Um, And so that same day that he showed me that house, we were driving back down and he stopped at a park right in front of like the neighborhood and he told me to get out of the car. So um, I got out of the car and thinking we were going to just maybe go and like walk around or, you know, um, that's when he slapped, slapped me across the face and he told me that I was going to be working for him. Um, oh, my. That was the, the day that my whole life changed um, that, you know, truly my innocence was stripped from me. I, I just there I was introduced to two other men after that. Um, very uh, intimidating. One of them was on his third strike, meaning like, you know, obviously you can get the gist of like the yes, kind of men. felon mentality. Yes, absolutely. And um, they they just began to just blackmail like with pictures. Um, they knew where my parents lived. Um, my life was literally not my own from that day on. It oh was my, like, Ashley. yeah, complete, complete control. Um and so, you know, I, I lived a double life for a long time just because it was people say, well, why didn't you just like leave or why didn't you just run? And it's like, you know, at that age, you're, you're, you're just like my brain wasn't 
developed enough to understand that like there could be some kind of help that I can reach out to. There could be somebody who would protect me. Like I didn't, I just didn't think that far. I guess I wasn't mature enough to understand that at the time. So the threats and um, the intimidation, I mean, there was a lot of physical abuse, like tons. I mean, um, I'll get to that in a second, but. Well, we're going to get to that in the next segment, uh, yeah. Ashley. Yeah. My listening friend, I, 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 Ashley, you know, my friends, it takes something to, to be able to relate this information. But also, mm-hmm. Ashley has a, a great ending to this story, which is not actually ended, is still continuing. And, Mana, I know this is stirring you up a lot as well. I want you guys to compose yourself, my listening friends, and Mana mm-hmm. and I will compose ourselves, and Ashley will continue her story. But she's got a... A uh, tremendous ending, but it's not really an ending. It's an ongoing uh, uh, godly story that she's going to share with us. My listening friend, I hope this has compelled you to come back after the commercial break. So Manico of uh, Mana for Life and Ashley Trevino, a, a remarkable gal who's turned what evil has happened to her to godly goodness and being able to use this to change other people's lives positively as well. We will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Uh, I'm taken aback a little bit by our interview with uh, Ashley Trevino, uh, a courageous young lady whom God is stirring to do things that would be seemingly impossible, especially with uh, the terrible challenges she had early on in her life of being trafficked and abused. Mana Ko was with me for the entire two hours as well. Mana, I know, because I know your heart, this is a a stirring testimony that uh, Ashley has begun. Any quick thoughts as we return to Ashley's testimony? Because it ends, you know, it's got a, a great... Uh, ongoing ending. Uh, Mana? Uh, I would like to hear more from um, and I know she has much wisdom to share. Very good. Well, Ashley, uh, we're handing the baton back to you. And here's what I think we might do. In the next segment, we're going to have a, a lady uh, who, her name is Mary Delosier, who's a, the founder of an open-door ministry for the broken. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to call an audible with with Mary and have her co- go ahead and call in. But I'm going to a- ask you or invite you, if you're willing, Ashley, to stay a little bit longer beyond this segment because you've got such a compelling story, and this really dovetails with uh, the, some of the topics that Mary's going to be talking about as well. Are you game? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're handing the baton back to you, Ashley uh, Trevino, and uh, a powerful young lady of God. Go for it. Okay. So after um, being recruited at a house party by a pimp, um, it's and, and I and I call it, well, it's like known as a Romeo pimp because there's, there's different types of trafficking, right? There's like the kind where you just like it can get kidnapped. But in my case, it's more of like the Romeo where it was like he played a part um, that I, I just was manipulated and didn't really know what was going on um, too much. But after that moment when he told me I was going to start working for him, um, I began working at a strip club um, on Sunset Boulevard. And I remember just like thinking, I, I really want to, I want to reach out to somebody. I want to tell somebody about what, what my double life is and like what I'm going through. And I was, 
getting starting to get the courage. And what happened was, is I actually ended up getting pregnant and I went to work one night, um, my friend, um, Amanda that I knew in high school, she, I just remember her spirit and just like being around her and just knowing like there was something different about her. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out to her and I'm just going to confess and tell her everything that's going on in my life. Well, I sat down with her and Amanda began to just tell me about Jesus and about his love for me and about how, how much he yes. cares for me. And he's such a provider. And those, the two things she told me was God is a provider and he's a protector. And those were the two things that stuck out to me. And what's so crazy is that night that she ministered and told me about Jesus. This was my first time ever even hearing about the name of Jesus, ever hearing about even God as Jesus. I went to work, and I'm in the back of the strip club dressing room getting ready to go. And as I looked to take one last look to make sure I was okay, I felt and I, and I saw God's face, like, Oh my. Like it wasn't like it. Yeah. And that's what you say when you look in there, you said in the, in the beginning, Kaz, when you look in the mirror and I, I think, oh, wow, that's so awesome that you even said that. Because for me, when I looked in the mirror, it was like I just felt God and I saw him looking at me in the back of a strip club dressing room. And so I always tell people it doesn't matter how far and how yes. just how bad you think, how how bad you think you are. You know, God can go to those places that are the darkest, that that are just you think, people think you're too far gone. No, it's not. That's not true. God can reach you in such a deep, dark place. And that's where I met in. Je that's where I met Jesus. That's where I encountered him in the back of a strip club dressing room. And so I, I started to actually like I, I felt convicted instantly. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't be here. There, there's something something's going on. God is chasing me. So I ran out. I literally like ran out of the strip club. I, and how I old were you at this time now, Ashley? At this point, I'm like 18 yes. at this time. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I leave. I get in my car and I go home. And when I get home, there's a book on my dresser. And I always say, I'm, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God how this book got there because there's no way I would have ever had a book like this in my room. And it was called God's Promises for Women. And I looked at it and I, I opened it up. And for the first time, I read this verse that said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and I will open the door. And so... Right there, no no choir, no preacher, you know, just me and God, just me and God. I said, God, if you're real, then I need you to show me because I feel like you're chasing me. I feel like you're chasing me and I'm afraid, but I'm, I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you in. And that is when I felt the Holy Spirit come inside of my heart. And and I have never been the same since oh that encounter that day. Oh my. Yeah. Now, unwinding these things with guys who think they own you uh, had mm -hmm. to be a bit of a challenge as well. Would you spend just a minute or two talking about that? Because we want to get into the the, uh, the remarkable future that God has for you even now and your vision. Uh, and, and, and then I'm going to have uh, Mana give some color commentary as we continue this segment. And then we get into the next segment. We, we're going to also bring on uh, a, a woman named Mary Delosier who has a heart for this as well. So you can minister to all of us all at the same time if you'd be so kind, Ashley. So um, so go ahead and add, deal with the question about how 
God kind of unraveled the enemy's plans uh, and puts you in a different place. Oh, so good. So after that, um, after getting saved and giving my life to, to God, the FBI actually got involved. Um, there was an incident that happened with one of the other minors that was working for them in the trafficking ring. And because she was a minor, um, her, they broke her body. I think it was like 12, I think 12 oh different my. bones or something. Oh it was like my. ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, Oh, anyway, so they had to go deeper into the investigating. And so that act, that actual incident, because she got beat up so bad, um, they had to dive deeper. And so this whole trafficking ring got busted, um, which were the three pimps that were I, I was involved in as well. Um, and so that, that was like, I think, two weeks. I want to say like no, no more than two weeks after I got saved, after Amanda told me that they, God would, would provide and protect oh me. So... Uh huh. And so, um, I don't remember too much. I, it's kind of a vague, yes. but I just know that, that, that two of them are from what I heard are in jail for life. Um, I don't, I'm so grateful because I don't have to worry, That's right. you know, about any of that stuff. Yes. God, God completely, completely, um, rescued and saved me from that, that terror and that, um, fear. But the other one actually ended up getting saved himself. Oh my. And so <laughs> he, him and I are actually on good terms. And we said we can talk about, man, our life was so crazy. I can't believe, you know. Yes. Um, and so God turned that around as well. Um, oh so, yeah. So um, that is how it unraveled and how God just intervened. You know, you talked about intervening. Um, that is how he intervened in my situation. My, my, my. My friends, we're, we're talking with Ashley Trevino, uh, Mana Co. of Mana for Life and I are doing this. And the whole point of the matter is we want to give you a point of view of uh, trafficked and abused women and how God can intervene. Sometimes he will use uh, people and sometimes he will just do it himself. Sometimes books appear on desks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. I want to give you a little bit of time here in this to tell the begin the, the the. recovery story and uh, mm-hmm. the vision that God gave you. And, and we're going to hold you over because I, the person that we're going to be bringing on the next segment, her name is Mary Delosier. She's a founder and pastor for Open Door Ministries for the Broken. And I think part of your story will really tie into what she has to say in her vision as well. My listening friend, I hope you're paying attention that God can intervene. Sometimes he uses just his own supernatural things. And sometimes, as uh, as I said w- with the uh, Ashley, listening before, sometimes we have to look in the mirror and realize that God's calling us to do something. We want you to listen and obey and obey quickly. Quick thoughts, Manico, before we let her continue her, her, her message here. Mana? I was uh, just, it's very hard to speak after hearing your story. Yes. For being so strong. Thank you for being on the show and thank you for your testimony. I pray that many people will hear that hope is possible yes. and it is a strategy yes. and but if you just believe and i think Kaz, when we first started i i mentioned that fear doesn't happen right away it's a counterfeit love and mm. we don't have time to talk the terms but it, they are known as romeo pimps and a pimp and a trafficker is the same thing and um, and the, the, i just uh, just as Ashley said, they're so young. 
you know, and we are indoctrinated by media to think that we need to be rescued. There is a Prince Charming. There is, you know, all these delusions that were fed and Mm -hmm. groomed in different ways from the very beginning. And and that's how we become so easily uh, entrenched into something. And... um, Dolly, I think if I there's anything I would say is if it's too good to be true, except for God. Yes. Mm-hmm. We we need to be careful. Oh my! Yes, yes, yes. My so listening that, friend, uh, I'm going to have uh, Ashley. I'm going to have you begin the story here, and we'll continue it in the next segment. But we're I, I generally try to steer clear of so many guests on the line at the same time, but we're going to go for it anyway because I want to have um, our other caller intervene or have insights in this as well so begin your story here and then i may find a a a point here in about a minute or so to have you continue the story on the other side of the break would you be so kind ashley absolutely so i just want to say that you know there like like manico said there is so much hope there's so much hope in jesus and I, I just have to say that this is this is a happy ending for me. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't have struggles and trials, right. but I just want to say that, you know, God has given me a purpose, and he's given me worth, and he's blessed me with a bridal shop. I am a business owner. Yes, you I am. I, I own a bridal shop in Brea, which is Orange County, California, um, and I am actually going to be hitting my five-year anniversary this year in a couple months here um in august i'll be in business five years thank you jesus that i made it through the pandemic um (laughs) and so um you know it's just what he's done in my life has just been tremendously like mind-blowing it is really um like ephesians 20 says that he can do more than you dare to dream or imagine um i am definitely a living testimony of that and i i see that every day but the, the greatest thing is actually the way that I feel, why a bridal shop, God? You know what I mean? Like, why did he give me oh, a bridal on. shop? <laughs> and I just think about how God saw me as the bride of Christ. God saw me as a bride. Ooh. God saw me as this beautiful, classy woman before I could even see myself oh my. like that. Oh my. It was so prophetic. And so well, uh, he could have blessed me with any business, but <laughs> he gave me a bridal shop, you know? And so... I'm just so grateful for the way God is restored. And also with emotional healing, um, you know, I did get into therapy. I got into Celebrate Recovery. I went, I've been in Celebrate Recovery for three years. I got my third um, chip. <laughs> so it's like a step study program that I'm involved in. But I do believe that, you know, when you go through this kind of trauma and this kind of pain, uh, I think that therapy and and, and recovery groups are very helpful because there's a support group. There are other women that you can open up to and say, hey, you know what? I have been there, too. I know what that's like. You know, hey, I'm having a moment right now. Can you pray for me? And, you know, you can be extremely transparent and feel like you're not being judged. Um, for especially for someone, you know, with my background, that's very important because I'm not, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, I can, I'm not always, I don't always feel, I should say, I don't always feel accepted by the church, if that makes sense. Well, Um, yeah, it it does make sense. And that's where the church needs to uh, fess up and get, get, uh, 
get truly <laughs> holy on, on this. My, my, I need to pull the reins because go to commercial break. So we, okay. I, I can hardly wait to introduce you to Mary Delosier on the next side after the commercial break and and uh, have Manico's uh, insights as well. Uh, while people are having to do, deal deal with the commercial break, what's what's the uh, website for your uh, bridal? organization is mm-hmm. Ashley Nadine and A D I N E Bridal. Is that right? Yeah, Ashley Nadine.com. It's Ashley Nadine.com and there's all of my my, my all of my wedding stuff on there and <laughs> any type of appointments. Yes. So you, you, you'll find how creative this lady is when you visit mm-hmm. that. She's remarkable in many, many ways. My listening friend, good news is coming and uh, we'll deal with that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, and Mana Co. as well. Man, oh, man, and Mana Co. Wow, what a combination. Hey, Mana, thanks for joining me for the entire two hours. I know you were weeping when our uh, our friend Ashley Trevino was sharing her testimony because I know your heart. You're a gal after God's own heart, and he's weeping when he hears that story, but he also knows the end from the beginning, which sometimes we don't know. And so, uh, Ashley, thrilled to have you continue with us here for an extra segment. But I'm also, I have on, on the line, and we'll be bringing her, her in in a moment, Mary Delosier. She's the founder and pastor of Open Door Ministry for the Broken. And I'm, I'm not going to introduce you quite yet. Mary, I'm going to have uh, uh, Ashley speak a little bit more. But there's a topic that, uh, that Ashley mentioned that I think we'll use you to springboard into, Mary, when we bring you okay. on in just a moment. And that was how... When you a young person uh, like um, Ashley uh, comes to the Lord and there's other people around her that can share God's strength from their relationship with the Lord with with you, it, it empowers you as well. So talk a little bit about that. And uh, I hopefully by my listening friend, during the break, you had a chance to visit Ashley and Nadine and at, at Bridal and the, at the website again, Ashley. AshleyNadine.com. Uh, sorry. Um, I just ask one thing okay, before Nana. we introduce our next guest. I tech, uh, I'd really like to share something. Um, sure. I didn't want it to go missing. Uh, the powerful things that Ashley has said, and I just for our listeners, I think it would be really, sure. really important that we highlight a couple of those things. Yes. So, um, Ashley, after you finish sharing, I'd like to just. Um, uh, highlight a few of the powerful things that you said uh, for our listeners so uh, they could be equipped. Very good. And Mary, march in place for a moment. Uh, okay, All so right. let... <laughs> okay, go, <laughs> go, go ahead, Ashley. Ashley. Oh, um, so just just to, to piggyback off what I was saying, so um, I just was saying how God can... He sees potential, you know. There's, there's a story in the Bible about the adulterous woman where you know, everybody wanted to stone her, but Jesus saw her potential. Jesus saw more in her. And I feel like that's what God did for me. You know, he saw my potential. He saw what, what love can do when, when love enters and when love heals and that full calling and that full, the fullness of God that I'm walking in now. And I know that there's so much more growing that I can do, but I just know that God's love 
conquers all. And I know that he's with me. Anytime I feel afraid, I just call on the name of Jesus and I just dive, you know, into his word and I dive into his presence and his presence really does cure. His presence is really healing. Lately, I've just been letting, like, I just do like almost like healing sessions where I just sit there and I put my worship music on and I just allow God to just do an inner work, um, you know, inside. Um, Sometimes therapy sessions can't do what God can do in one, one session with him, you know, so. Yes, 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 yes. So, Mana, you had some things you wanted to use this as a springboard into, and, uh, and well, it, it, here's it, let me let me just tell you for my listening friend and also for Mary who's hanging in there. We may just go into the, let's follow Holy Spirit here and let's see where He wants to go. We are in a position right now where Holy Spirit is just I- I- imbuing us with His Holy Spirit power and love. So we'll take this where it goes, Manico. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute to always call me by my full name. Um, it, uh, <laughs> if I knew your middle name, you'd be getting that as well. Um, I just wanted to say that Ashley said something very, a few th- many things, but to highlight for our audience, if anyone is listening that may be at risk, uh, a few things. One, if it's too good to be true, short of it being Jesus, it is. Be very wise and discerning. Two, uh, the, uh, no matter where you're at, you can still reach out. People want to help you if they only knew. Three, uh, the, the, the pimps or traffickers use sextortion or blackmail often because they prey on the heart of the child or on the person they are trafficking. And they will often say, uh, if you report me, if you, if you, then I will um, hurt somebody that you love. At some point, their abuse on you doesn't mean as much anymore because we started talking about dignity. There's a part of your soul that just starts to numb out. But you will rise and you will live the next day and you will do whatever it takes if someone threatens somebody that you love. So if you are being threatened by someone who is hurting you and then threatens somebody that you love, if you tell them, be wise again, but there is, uh, there is help. Find ways to get help. And, uh, and just like Ashley said, God will make a way. And the, the last thing that we have time for before our next guest comes is just please keep believing, keep praying, and God is there. There are some things that we don't understand yet, and we may never on the side of heaven, but you can trust a good, good God. Yes. And one day there will be answers. But in the meantime, just keep believing, keep calling out, and a way will be made. Oh, my. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. My listening friend, we're we're at the point of another break here, and I'm going to have Mary uh, stay with us for, for two enti- the last two segments of this show that she can actually uh, cast her vision to you, my friends. And I think this is God's doing because this is very timely. It really sets the stage for what Mary will be sharing with you as well. Any uh, quick and parting thoughts uh, here, Ashley? Um, no, I just want to say thank you so much yes. for having me and allowing me to share my testimony, uh, you know, with 
you guys and, and whoever's listening, because I just know that we're all here to do that. We're all here to encourage and uplift each other. And God is never boring. There's always <laughs> something amazing with God. Yes. He's always got his glory and his love and his power to be shared. And, um, and I just give him all the praise and the honor. Um, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for, for Jesus dying for me. And that's really it. Thank yes. you. Oh, you're welcome. Ashley, we'll be in prayer for you. My listening friend, this is an opportunity right now for you to reach out and pray for her. Um, and you can, you can do this in, in, in many ways and many times. And um, <clears throat> you might want to visit her website again, too. This woman is amazing. Once again, the website, Ashley? It's ashleynadine.com. <laughs> you ought to yourself to take a look at the creative power that God uses. Even when a person has been abused, it seems to stir up the creative juices. Look out, world. So, Ashley, we, we love you, and thank you for spending some time with us. And uh, Mary Delosier is going to be with us for the final two segments. She's going to tie everything together that you've heard so far. It's, it's a perfect perfect uh, way that the show has gone so that uh, Mary can finalize this. But, uh, Ashley, uh, I can't tell you. I'm speaking for Mana, as I would say, Mana Co., but she just says Mana. So, okay, okay, Mana, we'll deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> but my mm-hmm. my listening friend, just beware that God this God's got you uh, in in His sights as well to be involved in some ways, and we're going to find out what that looks like when uh, Mana and I, along with Mary Delosier, and thanks again, yeah. Ashley. When we come, thank you guys. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. When we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Signs from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. I'm still reeling from the uh, the show thus far, and it's going to be even better now because God's in control. We, we, when I send script ideas to my co-hosts and, and guests, I always start it by saying, just understand that after the first sentence, we give this over to Holy Spirit in a fuller way, and uh, no, no telling how it's going to uh, come together <laughs> while we come together, San Diego. So, Mana, I, I, I so, am so enjoying your co-hosting with me on this broadcast. We've got uh, 30 minutes left as well, and you know we've chatted about this. Another person is coming on that you and I can chat with, but I, I, uh, Ashley Trevino um, of uh, Ashley Nadine, um, I think it's .com, uh, it's a bridal, a bridal store in Brea, California, and she was a traffic lady, and God used that remarkably. Oh, you know, I'm still reeling from that, aren't you, Mena? Oh, yes, that was so powerful, and she's so lovely. And I, you know what I love about her as well is that uh, while she has suffered so much, her heart is still so pure, oh, and that has been untouched. Yes, so yes, I'm yes. Very grateful for that. Yes, I think it's time to introduce uh, Mary Delosier of the Open Door Ministry for the Broken. And Mary, I know you've been listening in because you've been on the line being patient. Thank you for doing that. But I know that she that uh, 
uh, Ashley made some comments that you can relate to very clearly about uh, the the young ladies joining together in an environment. And guess who has an environment? You do to be able to bring them back to fullness. Uh, Why don't you give an overview of of who you are and what the calling is, Mary DeLozier, and uh, then we'll kind of launch into this. I know, I know you well enough to know how stirred this testimony was for you as well, because you have ladies that have similar testimonies living in this environment where you are right now. So lay it on us, Mary, and then uh, Mana and I will uh, do color commentary. Mary DeLozier, Open Door Ministry for the Broken. Oh, well, hi, this is Mary DeLozier with Open Door Ministry from the Broken, and you said it, Cass. I, I, I believe in divine appointments and how you, Holy Spirit used you to set this time up. Right. Because every single woman I have met, I couldn't remember Ashley Trevino, but then as she was sharing her testimony, I met her at an event with um, Mary Crawley Ministries. Oh I don't know yes. if you've met her. Oh, no, Mary, and, very well. Yes. Okay. And so, and you know, she, her heart is also for sex trafficking. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, yes, and I was, wow, uh, Manico, I've not met her personally. That'll but change. I know of her. Yes, I'm sure of it. And I'm just so honored that you asked me to uh, be a part of this platform because it does hit home for many, 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 many in different ways. And I am just a person, a woman that's been through a lot as well. And um, I had a small, but I, but a small time, uh, let me see, how would I say it? But God allowed me to escape where it could have been worse. And when I see and I and the women come here at Open Door Ministry, it's they're so broken. Yes. And it, it, I was, I have been honored to and blessed to mentor some young ladies, um, ages sixteen to eighteen years old. And um, when I first was asked to go and talk to them. I didn't know what to expect, but my, my, my heart just fell to the ground. It just broke for these women, these young girls, and how God asked me to be a servant unto him to open a home for broken women and their children. And you've been here. And, yes, I have. Um, Yes, and and see how good God is. In December, they signed over the deed to the ministry. So now we're going forth. Yes, hallelujah. We're going forth with the Hope House. And one floor will be dedicated to young women coming out of sex trafficking, prostitution, domestic violence for the broken. Because they all are broken. We're all broken. And God just wants them to come and rest and, and start the restoration with him. My, my, my. I, I was so blessed by these young girls and how, you know, it, it could have been worse uh, for me. I had four kids by the time I was 18. I shot my husband. I had no one. 
you know, and how God, he met me in prison and I came out and it was just so different. And to start over and how God is still healing me from my past. My, my, Mary. And yes, and how addiction, prostitution, just so much and where I can sit with these young ladies and the women that God sends me out of prostitution and sex trafficking and how too, I wish they were, they would be on, but they said they weren't ready yet. And I have to respect that. Of course. Uh, You see how God orchestrated this anyway. So that's fine. Yes. Yes. And um, now with the, the land, uh, we're going forth with the Hope Center and um, praying and with God's direction, uh, we will be breaking ground by September of this year. Uh, we already have the vision in place, and he's sending the people. And God has opened so many doors that with these women, how it says 5% of a hundred will really repent and turn their hearts over to God. Mm. Well, I know that at least 3% walk out of this home and still seeking God. And so many have given testimony of what God has done for them to give those other women hope. Yes. And that, and that's what it's about, right? The fruit. Yes. Uh, uh, what you do on the radio, how it touches someone. Mm-hmm. And we're down here in um, East County yes. area in San Diego, and um, the women are just so hungry. Yes. My heart hurts that, you know, because they're so mm, tender and broken. Oh, yes, yes. Fragile. Mary, Mary how, many, how many young ladies do you have at your facility at this time? At this time, there's a total of six. Yes. My, mm-hmm. my, my. And yes, privately funded. Yes. God sends it. It's his ministry. It's his bill. Yes. Let's and just, let's get the website right out of the way, right at the top here. And then I'm going to invite uh, Mana to, to engage in this conversation with you. Sure. You can find us on opendoorministryftb.com. Dot org. And FTB is for F-T-B. the bro- for the for broken. The, yes. One more time, because I, I stepped on that with my voice. Sorry about that. No, no. It's Open Door Ministry, FTB.org. Very good. Mana, yeah, I'm, you, I, know, I know you well enough to know your heart is just so full yet empty. I mean, it's, it's an interesting contradiction there. But uh, why don't you uh, and Mary have a brief conversation here, and I'll kind of sit back. We've got about, well, and all this to say, we've got only about a minute in this segment, and we will continue the conversation <laughs> on the other side. So why don't you why don't you pose a question or a thought, and then we will dwell on that and deal with it at the, at the next and the final segment, Mana. Yeah, no, I, all I was going to suggest, and maybe you can uh, answer this at the last segment, is what are three things that you learned about these women? that could help others that are hearing uh, this show? And then what could be three things, three words of advice, three ideas, Mm -hmm. three insights? Very good. Ponder, forgive me, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. 
So my, my listening friend, pay close attention to the, these thoughts because these thoughts are maybe some things that you need answered as well. Three things uh, to help others and three words of advice. Uh, question from Manico with uh, um, Mana for Life and uh, asked to Mary Delosier, the founder and the pastor of Open Door Ministry, FTB uh, for the Broken, uh, Open Door Ministry for the Broken. We're going to attend to those things in the closing segment, and we're going to tie everything together, and Holy Spirit is going to be stirring you more and more and more because you could be very well in God's plans for changing young ladies' lives in one way or another. We'll talk more about that when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the last segment of Come Together San Diego from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. We have been uh, dealing with a topic that is really, I believe, at the very forefront of God's heart right now. And it's dealing with abused and uh, trafficked people, uh, young ladies in particular in this show, um, and also, you know, children. And, and I'll tell you what, don't mess with God's kids and those whom God has targeted to be his kids, which is God so of the world. So that's a lot of people that he's targeted to be his kids. And when somebody comes up and they abuse uh, young people in particular, I'll tell you what, I get really angry about that. And I know uh, there's a righteous ang- uh, indignation that uh, stirs up in many people's lives. And what do we do about it? This show uh, is going to help you identify those feelings you have and how to properly address them. Manico has been my co-host for this entire two-hour show, and she is going to help me bring it to a conclusion here with our current guest, and that is Mary Delosier. She's a founder and pastor of Open Door Ministry for the Broken, and she'll talk a little bit more about that. Mana, you remember the questions. If you don't, I'll reiterate them. If you, if you would be so kind, if you can remember the questions, I'm going to just let you and Mary uh, carry this conversation until we get close to the conclusion of the show, then I have to jump on in again. But uh, go ahead, uh, Mana, if you'd be so kind. Yeah, I just thinking that the audience would probably love to hear what are three things that she learned from the wonderful residence that uh, she has in her uh, home. Yes. And then what would be three things she would advise? Uh, yeah. Words of wisdom to those listening. Very good. Mary Delosier. Yes. Yes. Um, when, I, when the women come here, we, they have been so stripped of identity. And that's something very important. And a lot of them come feeling shame, feeling worthless, feeling unworthy, and in fear. They don't trust anyone. They don't want to talk to anyone. They have, they have and been, because of their circumstance, the mentality, the victim mentality, where we break that from them with love and understanding and just speak life instead of death. Yes. And they're able to receive. Some receive 
and some aren't ready. When I hear them say, well, you know, maybe I should be a call girl because that's legal. No, that's not legal and it's not okay because you are not that person anymore. Second Corinthians 517 for the old is gone. The new has come. Yes. We do not live in the old. We are a new creation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. And, And to never give up. So when we exchange those words of fear with seeking him and that there is no fear and we tell them that the devil is a liar and we just need to love on them. When they come to us, I I ask them to rest for a good at least two weeks. And the reason that I do that is because they need to rest their soul, their body, and their mind. There's some little, there's some girls that don't even remember. They don't know how to play. The Lord tells me, tell them to play. Mm. And, and I tell them, come on, let's play. And they say, I don't know how. Right. And that breaks my heart. How do you not know how to play? And I tell them that. Shame, take that shame off of you and walk being and knowing what the daughter of a king, a little princess <laughs> is. Oh, because I love that's it. who you are. You are a princess. You're a hidden treasure for such a time as this. My, my, my. My, my, my. To, to walk in dignity and to give them a little bit of hope. My. So that they can dream again, yes, that yes. they can live again. And then they want to learn. They want to know. Some don't know of this Jesus. They call me the Jesus lady. <laughs> and rightly and so, I, since I know you. <laughs> when I walk with my staff, here she comes, the Jesus lady. And, and I feel that because I carried shame for so many years until Jesus touched my forehead and told me I was forgiven and that he loved me. And it's like the dam of shame came. And I stay up with them and I cry with them and I hear them because I know their pain. And I tell them that God is faithful that he'll never leave us or forsake us. Man will hurt us. And and that Jesus will never hurt us. Never, ever. And we always talk about never giving up. Mm. Never giving up. Never give up. Never give up. Mm -mm. Seek him. So, uh, Mana had, thank you so much. I mean, my heart is rent, basically. I, I, We fortunately we only got a few minutes for the show because I'm not sure sure I could contain myself any longer. But three words of advice, and then I'm going to ask uh, Mana to give a very brief closing statement as we say so long to our listening friend. My 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 friend, I hope this has stirred you, and uh, I I believe that Mary's going to give you a website again that you can find out more information about this. Uh, and uh, so, three words of advice, and I'm going to have uh, Mana. Closing thought. Thank you, Mary. Mm-hmm. 
Three words of so, advice. Three words of advice. Do not listen to the lies. Mm-hmm. And I like what Mana said earlier. If it sounds too good, oh my. it's not. <laughs> oh my. And it's okay. It's okay to cry out for help. My, my, my. It's okay. Because someone is going to hear you. Yes. Someone will hear you. Yes. And that his name is Jesus. You know, it reminds me of a scripture. Yes. I'm going to hand it over to Manon just for in a second. But for the joy set before Jesus, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And you talk about shame. He despised the shame. Oh. He despised yes. the shame. So if you yes. want to understand how to deal with the shame, talk to the one who knows how to deal with shame in a godly way. Mm-hmm. And Jesus yes. will teach you how to despise that shame and be victorious in the midst of it. Uh, Mana, yes. closing thought. I, and I just need to say, Mary DeLozier, thank, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Mana, I am so honored. It's a pleasure. Uh, I was thinking about a quote by Theodore Roosevelt. And Dolly was talking about America. Yes. And Ashley was talking about believing. And Mary is talking about the practicality of overcoming. And I wanted to share this quote by Theodore Roosevelt. Yes. One of our. He says, I believe in you. I believe in your future. I believe in the future of this great country to which we are all parts. I have an abiding faith that the average man, the average woman has in him or her that lift towards lofty things, that power of devotion to an ideal coupled with the power of realizing it by practical methods, which will assuredly make our great future even greater than our past which will, before the presidency has ended, make America stand not merely as first among the nations of today, but as the great upon which the sun has ever shone. And America is a leader. America is a bright light. And if we can handle some of these things, this moral failure, this unwillingness to look at a moral compass within our country, within our society, within our culture, within our communities, within our families. I believe that if we can take a stand for morality, oh we will have that we will have that chance to believe again. And I just want to lastly say, not every man is a bad man. Mm. Not every woman right, is a victim. We there, we may have been victimized by situations. There are boys that are victimized as well, men mm-hmm. that are victimized. As well. And it's not just sex trafficking, it's trafficking in general, from labor to organ harvesting to sex trafficking. It's all horrible yes. and detestable. Yes. And if we can stand on a belief that is greater than the God of idolatry of money, power, and sex, we can rise to who we were really meant to be as we were designed by God, not just for ourselves and yes to his glory, but for each other. Yes. So I want to thank you, Kaz, for having the courage to have these difficult conversations for the people that you have invited to be as guests, as leaders, 
as pioneers speaking to this flight. It's a pleasure. And it would be a wonderful, exciting, anticipatory journey where we can lock arms, where we yeah. can be side, side by side, in standing in the gap for one another and especially for the children. And as you have seen me sign off all the time, and I have even created my, my own 501c3 unapologetically for the children, uh, it is time. It is time. It is yeah. time. My friends, it's yeah. time for us to go. And Manico, thank you for joining us. And, and, and Mary Delosier, thank you for being uh, the, the, the crowning glory of the broadcast here. And just remember, it's for the kids. It's for the women that have been abused. It's for the kids. Yeah. Uh, and we have an obligation as believers. And remember yeah. this. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they're all precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. God bless you. Until next time from Come Together San Diego. Bye now. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.